2: This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good
3: morning. Welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones, and I'm here today with my infamous co-host.
2: Mike Krakowski. Welcome, Wendy.
3: And we are so glad to be here with you today aren't we Mike?
2: We absolutely are.
3: On this beautiful Saturday morning. So our topic today, you know, we try really to get into what is important to our listeners and what are the topics, what's information that you really need to know. One of the things I think, and I know you do too, Mike, that's important is long-term care insurance because the cost of these places to go into later in life is enormous and nobody's oh, prepared yeah, for absolutely.
2: it. Absolutely. It, it when I first learned about how expensive this is, uh, when you're going into any type of facility with for care, it's just incredible how expensive it is.
3: And just to give our listeners an idea, I'm going to give you some approximate numbers so that you know. An assisted living place is approximately... Now, assisted living means you have an RN on staff. They're checking on your, your loved one probably every two hours, and they need a higher level of care. But an assisted living place is anywhere between, I would say, and $7,000 a month.
2: And now that includes, isn't Mm -hmm. that fair? I mean, that includes
3: three meals a day and and your care, but, you know, $7,000 a month, who's got that laying around? Sure.
2: So do some math. You're in there for a couple of years. It can eat down your savings in a heartbeat.
3: Exactly. And that's why we're here talking
4: about long-term care insurance. And our
3: guest today is Clayton Winkler. And Clayton is from Wickland & Bond.
4: That's correct. Wickland & Bond Financial Services in Auburn Hills.
3: Great. And you've been in the industry a while, so you're an expert.
4: Yep. There's been 17 years in the business. Oh, just a couple few years. Just okay. a few. Yep. And <laughs> it's it's been a real pleasure uh, to to serve the people because this is a really confusing topic. People are learning about this really through trial and error and experience with their family members. Uh, oftentimes it's said that long-term care insurance isn't uh, isn't sold to people. It's purchased because they go through some type of experience with their family members and they say, oh, my goodness, I did not know that this was how it worked.
2: Sure. Absolutely. And listeners, I can tell you this. In, in my estate planning practice, so many pieces of the puzzle have a financial aspect to them, and Clayton has been such a good resource for me answering those questions. And one of them is always, that always comes up is about long-term care insurance and how do we pay for any type of assistant care going forward. So I guess let's just get started. Clayton, what is long-term care insurance?
4: Long-term care insurance is a way it's a product for a way for a person to shift the burden of those costs uh, from themselves to to the insurance company because of how expensive that care is. And so when when you boil it down and you try to make plans, really people have about five ways that they can address long-term care. Uh, the first way, just to get out of the way, is you could bury your head in the sand and do absolutely nothing. and And sadly, that's one of the problems is people really aren't focusing on this, even though uh, it's it's inevitable. We we age, we need help when we're older. So, sure. but They're of excellent. course, that's not a realistic plan, right? But that's what yeah. people do, and that's the sad truth. Number one is bury your head in the sand, but doesn't make the problem go away. Uh, number two is people can be uh, people can self fund. You can self fund from the assets that you've saved over time, and then there's uh, the the third, fourth, and fifth ways are. Uh, Some form of insurance, and that can be either straightforward policies that you purchase, uh, long term care insurance, or it could be uh, what is called hybrid policies where people have life insurance policies with long term care aspects that, that cover the care and then a third way is by using your assets as a leveraged form to pay for care so there okay. there's a lot of options for people out there okay
2: and and I guess to continue on that uh, when do people start having this conversation because I know when I first put life insurance in place it was when I had a you know the young family situation want to provide for them in the event uh, that something happens to me but you know everyone's saying lock that in early lock it in early because you know your rating is so much higher well, I mean, our audience is not a bunch of twenty-year-olds. Right. So, so tell us, you know, what, is it appropriate later on in life, or when's the best time to have this conversation?
4: Yeah, great question. Uh, typically, when uh, when someone hits the age sixty, that's normally the, the targeted time to to really investigate, because uh, it's it's the stage of life where uh, a lot's going to happen with retirement. Uh, you're at uh, typically most people at that age are at peak earning years. Um, health uh, typically hasn't hit someone at such a catastrophic stage where they're in need of coverage. If you're in need of coverage, that's going to be a really tough time to, to pursue options because um, that's those unknown medical sure. things can make problems.
3: Well, and it does seem like people, when they're turning those ages, like around you know late fifties, sixties, they're thinking about retirement. They're mm-hmm. thinking about okay, I'm I'm ready to be done working. How much money do I have to live on? So when you start thinking about retirement and you start thinking how much money do I have to live on, this is when you also need to think, where am I gonna be when I'm eighty? Like living to a hundred, really. That's what I mean I try to tell my clients, plan like you're gonna live to a hundred years old.
4: And and not only it, when you look at numbers, that's not far stretch at all. People are living well into their hundreds. Um my my grandmother's turning ninety three. Uh, in two weeks. That's and amazing. Yeah. Okay. So it, it, it even in my own family, my grand my other grandmother was 97 uh, when she passed. But but absolutely, it's not a stretch at all with modern medications, medical procedures that people are living into their uh, late 90s and to 100 years old. So absolutely, it makes all the sense in the world to plan. Uh, as if you're going to live to age 100 and, and go from there.
3: And know that these assisted living places, because many, many people cannot live by themselves in their home till 100. I'm just saying, your aunt probably, is, he, is she living in her own home right now?
4: Uh, she is not. Okay, right. yeah.
3: so so nine times out of ten, listeners, you just need to know the chances are high, even though you think you can stay in your house forever, that it may not happen. So let's plan, and that's why we have Clayton here today, because we do need to start thinking about this. So, Clayton, the one question I keep getting is, is there a policy that I can transfer on to my kids? Like, let's say you buy a long-term care policy and you never even use it. Mm-hmm. Their big thing is, you know, that's how insurance companies work. But aren't there policies nowadays that you actually can transfer on?
4: Not transfer on. Uh, policies are either individually underwritten or uh, they can be policies that focus on, on spouse. So um, husband-wife type scenario. Um, so it really winds up being an individual uh, individual plan. Um, so nothing joint to, to pass down to the next generation, unfortunately. The okay. industry's not written that way yet.
3: So each person has to have their own plan, though, too.
4: That's correct. That's correct. Between husband and wife.
2: And is it similar to life insurance? The sooner you get it, the better your rate can be. Or, this educate us, please. <laughs> yeah, that, that's
4: <laughs> great question. Yep, yeah, great question. And that's that's true. It is underwritten. So uh, date of birth is one of the key uh, key elements to it. The younger you are, the uh, the less costly it can be. Your medical condition is also another uh, another significant element. To how much is it going to cost if if someone has a relatively clean bill of health and they 're uh, younger on the spectrum we 're talking we're, then absolutely it's going to be uh, it 's going to be easier to financially plan and you 're going to have more competitive prices and, and possibly more offerings from from companies out there there 's plenty of companies to shop from, and I encourage all my clients i 'm an independent agent, and so my job for my clients is to go out and shop the entire marketplace for all options that are out there. There's not just one company out there looking to service the public. Uh, And so if I could encourage one thing to listeners, it would be work with someone that can uh, competitively shop and and work as hard as they can to get you the best offer of what the industry has to offer.
2: Okay. And is that something that you're going to pay on a monthly basis, or is it a lump sum up front, or is there a mix? Or Tell us about the... Yeah, the ins and outs of that
4: the answer is both okay. uh, there, the answer is yes
3: whatever the answer is yes <laughs> whatever works for you we can right. do it any way you want answer is
4: okay. d all the above exactly um okay. there's programs uh, as, as i mentioned the different ways that people can pay if it's a pure traditional insurance then uh, then they have the choice of structuring it whatever way makes sense on how they budget in their uh, in their final earning years and in their retirement years so whether it's monthly uh, quarterly annually semi-annually and annually but then there are some Alternatives that people have where they can use lump sums they can have lump sum assets and and there's a leveraging effect so just as an example there's uh, there's different instruments where someone could put fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollars into uh, an account and in the event that the person needs long term care services, that hundred thousand dollar example might be leveraged. To a two hundred thousand dollar long term care benefit, three. I've, there's some products that will leverage based on your age, based on the amount of money, and based on some medical conditions. It could be as leveraged as powerful as four times the amount that's that's uh, inside the account. And those are programs that you don't sacrifice the money, and and that's what a lot of people are appreciating. Is uh, people are looking for alternatives, and uh, if there's a way that you can be covered for long term care, the risks that we're exposed to. Uh, but yet, not give up all the money that you have. Very important for financial planning sure. purposes.
2: So it sounds like working with a professional, kind of the theme of this show. Work with someone who knows the area, and get all your options, and and work and have your family involved with that planning part of things.
4: Absolutely, the more work that can be done in advance, uh, the better off not only for you and your spouse, but for your children, for for the other. Uh, The other family members that you have, uh, your friends, anyone that would be involved, uh, absolutely getting them all on board is super important.
3: So we're going to take a quick break because I think this is a hot topic, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about long-term care insurance and also move into the financial aspects because a lot of our listeners are probably thinking right now, what do I really need to be doing to save the amount of money, too? Long term care insurance is great, but if, if there's all their options, like you mentioned, we can have a financial planner and save the m- funds that we need to have saved. But like I said, we need to know what we're dealing with and how much money it's going to cost us. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. We'll be back in just a moment.
1: Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-515-2397,
0: 800-515-2397, 800-515-2397, 800-515-2397.
5: First in Maine Assisted Living and Memory Care. This is where life happens, active, vibrant, and healthy. First in Maine offers a bright and spacious, upscale living environment with wonderful amenities like our bistro, salon, fitness room, and movie theater. Here, technology meets compassion in a modern atmosphere designed to bring people together. Our Auburn Hills, Bloomfield Township, and Commerce Township communities open this fall. Call today for your reservation, 855-543-2636, or visit firstinmaine.us. Hi, I'm Wendy Jones from Next Steps for Seniors.
3: Are you unexpectedly now taking care of someone who used to take care of themselves? Were you caught off guard and maybe not prepared? Are there things you don't have time for now that you wish you would have done? Having a plan in place is extremely important, but being sure the documents are done correctly is equally important. Estate planning isn't an event, it's a process. And I recommend an estate planning attorney, Mike Rakowski.
2: Hi, I'm Mike Rakowski with the Rakowski Law Firm. Our team specializes in estate planning, probate, and elder law. Our goal is to help you put an estate plan together to ensure that you will be prepared for the curveballs that life throws your way. You can contact our office at 248-792-9193 or on the web at www.RakowskiLawFirm.com. That's R-U-T-K-O-W-S-K-I-LawFirm.com. Or again, at 248-792-9193.
6: So, what would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? $500. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MetaShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MetaShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either. And that is a beautiful thing, too. So here's how you can find out more. And you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE.
0: America can change one heart, one soul at a time. And that means becoming involved in the communities in which we live.
2: Get involved with AmeriCorps.
7: I tutor kits. I clear trails. I help communities
0: respond when disasters
2: hit. Choose how, when, and where you serve. Receive living expenses, money for school, and skills to last a lifetime. Call 800-942-2677 or visit AmeriCorps.org.
7: It's your world. It's your chance to make it better.
3: This is Wendy Jones and Mike Rukowski. You're listening to Next Steps for Seniors on The Patriot. We're here today with Clayton Winkler and talking about long-term care insurance. You've got some wisdom there, and we're really interested, our listeners especially, because everyone's concerned about how much everything costs.
4: Yeah, it's a big concern about how much it costs. and and people are really learning uh, almost accidentally they're learning because uh, a family member or a close friend is going through it and it's uh, the the sticker shock is unreal to most people
3: and i think i think our listeners may think honestly that you know their insurance covers this some your health insurance medical you know medicare insurance does not cover room and board in an assisted living probably one that
4: you may have just touched on the biggest uh, myth and that is that. Well, my health insurance is going to cover, or Medicare, Medicaid pays for long term care. It, nope. It does not. There is a minor benefit, and we're talking less than at a hundred days or less is really the only help that you'll get uh, through Medicare. So, but absolutely not. I would I would encourage all your listeners to be fully aware that they cannot rely on their health insurance or on uh, Medicare, Medicaid to be the the provider of finances for long-term care needs in their future. Absolutely.
2: So Clayton, in a real world situation, what are you seeing out there when it comes to long-term care insurance? I'm assuming there's multiple types. What's being mostly implemented or what, what are families choosing to go with?
4: Yeah. The three major approaches, uh, assuming that you're not burying your head in the sand and assuming that you're not just going to apply your own income and hundred percent of your assets. If you're trying to look for ways to, uh, to leverage your your assets and, and have it covered through some type of insurance, the three major ways again were a traditional standalone policy, uh, where uh, you you pay a straight premium, and in the event you have um, uh, long-term care needs, then the policy will pay for, uh, okay. for some benefits. The second way is is some type of asset-based leveraging. So you have a lump sum you put in an account, and in the event that that lumps that in the event you need care, that lump sum will will be leveraged to a higher benefit amount that pays for the coverage. And then the third way, the, the the hybrid way, I'll call it hybrid way, and that is life insurance companies are partnering with their long-term care product selection where they're doing a combo or a hybrid, a life insurance policy that you can use that death benefit. That's
3: what I'm familiar with. Okay.
4: For long-term care. And that's probably the most exciting, the, the, the newest way. Because we all know how life insurance works, or most people know how it works. Uh, You pay a premium, and then in the event that someone passes away, the insurance company is going to provide a lump sum for their family members. Well... If it's a traditional term insurance, uh, then the term might expire and, and uh, you may not have the policy. But they really attach it to permanent insurance policies. Anyone that purchases a permanent life insurance policy is expecting a death benefit. They just they just hope that they're 105 when they right. pass away, right? They hope they've lived a long, healthy life. So the way that the insurance companies are promoting it now is they're saying life insurance is not just for if you pa- when you pass away. It's if you... Uh, they call it live too long, die too early, or get sick along the way. So mm. quick, quick description. If you, if you live too long, die too early. Die too early is the way that everyone understands life insurance. If you live too long, meaning if you live into your 90s or uh, 85 or older, they will actually pay it as an income, whether or not you you have a, a medical condition. But the third way that they promote it is or if you get sick along the way, and that's relative to our conversation right now. Get sick along the way. If you have... Uh, a need if you if uh, your activities of daily living is how they base uh, long-term care needs if you cannot conduct two of the six activities of daily living or you'll hear people say call them adls then they're eligible to receive financial benefits from their life insurance policy it's a premature payout from the death benefit and the beauty is that it pays families tax-free they do not pay taxes on that on that benefit uh because life insurance proceeds, are tax, Are a So tax this repair. sounds
3: like the best option, is it not? What it, is it the most popular? What do you see people? Is that what
4: it it's becomes the most popular because it's, it's covering many risk issues, right? If someone passes away too. Early. So it, it gets rid of the, the awkward situation of use it or lose it. A lot of people are turned off at the fact of traditional long-term care insurance is a is a use it or lose it program you pay your premiums when people ask well so what if i live to 100 years old but i'm i'm playing tennis or i'm playing golf up until my 99th birthday and i never need good for the you. coverage well yeah number <laughs> yeah. one i i stopped them counted right there, it a blessing counted a huge blessing and i say do you realize what you just asked me you know, uh-huh. so so yeah you've got a good thing going on uh, you know make no mistake about that so Yes, if that's the biggest of your problems, then you're doing just fine, right? But from a financial standpoint, yes, they've allocated money to paying premiums to a program that they never receive any economic benefit. So that sometimes uh, just doesn't leave people with a good feeling in in the pits of their stomach of, you know, I paid all their money but never got. And that's why a lot of people have started to gravitate more towards the combo or the hybrid policies for life insurance that has the long-term care provisions because there's a lot of question marks that life throws at us.
3: And you can purchase this from someone like yourself, correct? Do you have this available to our listeners?
4: I do. I, I'm I'm an ins- a licensed insurance agent, and uh, an, as an independent advisor, uh, I'm able to shop out the entire marketplace. There's many large name brand insurance carriers that have created these hybrid, these combo policies to try to provide more solutions for people mm-hmm. to pick and choose. How do you want to? How do you want to address? Share your this information. Concern?
3: Do you mind sharing your number now with our listeners? This would be
4: a good time. Be happy to. Uh, my office is in Auburn Hills, and a telephone number that I can be reached is 248-377-1720.
3: And you talked about asset-based leveraging. Can you? Just expand upon that just for a little bit to our listeners so we understand that
4: better. Certainly, certainly. Asset-based leveraging is where someone, instead of making some type of systematic payments, people can allocate a portion of their assets into an account. And, and let me just continue on this example of saying if it was a hundred thousand dollars, I think the limit, the the minimums range anywhere from twenty five thousand to fifty thousand. So um, that'd be the smallest entry point. But let's just take in terms of a round number of a hundred thousand dollars. If they were to place a hundred grand into something like these uh, these leveraged plans, then um, they would maintain ownership of the money. That's a very key. Part of the attractiveness of it, you don't give up that money. It's Got your it. money. You right. own it. You control it. And so, uh, and so, it never leaves your estate. Um, but what the company is doing is, they're they get use of your of your capital. They get use of your principal. And and it there is a growth element to it, but it's not like a traditional bank. So you're not just getting an interest rate. However, over time, uh, in the event that someone needs long-term care. Based on when you need the care, based on how old you were when you started it, based on how much you put in, um, those are all going to be criteria that calculate how much uh, how much are the, how much is the insurance company on the hook for in covering those future long-term care expenses. So people can get an idea in advance uh, of of what that can what that can look like in their future based on all those criteria.
3: So I just want to make sure I understand this. So you're putting money in this account, okay, mm-hmm. it's still yours but it's separated and you're basically betting on yourself like that you're going to live a long time and the insurance company is betting you're probably not. Am I right on that sort of? I'm not an insurance person sure. but, <laughs> but but then so when you turn a certain age like when you need these ADLs and you're 85 then they're like, oh, cool, I've had this money since they've been 50, and now we can use it for them.
4: That's what they're hoping for. The, the, okay. the insurance companies that are – mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, what they're looking for is they're hoping that you're the person that either doesn't need the uh, – do, do not need the money in the future for the expenses that uh, – or actually, that if they didn't need it, then there were no expenses um, – But or they're hoping that you're that they've held the assets for a long time before they start paying out. benefits. Okay, so so I
3: got a great story for our listeners. I just got to share this. I have a client right now that she was 63 um, and she goes to my church and she bought a long term care insurance policy. And three months after she bought the long term care insurance policy, she had a stroke. 63 years old she never i mean you never think you're gonna have a stroke that young and she could not move the entire side of her body at all oh, wow. so her son called wow. and he's like i have no idea what to do he's going on and on and on she was actually in another state on vacation when she had the stroke oh, so we got her back to michigan we got her into a good uh, hospital when it went to a good rehab and then he tells me oh by the way she's got this long-term care policy and i was like You are kidding me. That is the best thing I've heard all day because we were able to move her into an assisted living. Even though she's 63, she needed such a high level of care. It was $7,000 a month for this assisted living. She got great food. She got great care. And you need to know today, so this was years ago, today, like five years later, she's living in her own apartment. She she only used her long-term care policy for like three and a half, four years. So she still has... Like three years left Some on it. Some benefit left. So, in. so I told him, get off of that, get somewhere so you can continue using that policy. But that's exactly why people want a long-term care policy.
2: Oh, that's that's a blessing that she put that in place.
3: And, and she didn't even know what she was doing. I am right. sure. I mean, she was thinking ahead, like for the future. But who would have thought three months future?
2: Yeah, Clayton. I know what the listeners want to know, and um, you know, what are the average prices for this kind of policy i mean i know it's probably all across the board but i know we have to go to a a quick commercial break when we come back let's hear about that i know the listeners want to know absolutely happy to cover that
3: you're listening to the patriot fm 101.5 am 1400 we're going to be back in just a few moments to talk about the pricing because everybody wants to know how much is it going to cost what's the monthly payment that you need to make we'll be back with you in just a moment
7: Hi, I'm Tricia Harris with the Rakowski Law Firm. We are a full-service law firm specializing in estate planning, probate, and elder law. Our attorneys and legal team are committed and dedicated to each of our clients, protecting their assets and allowing them to leave a lasting legacy. Whether you just own a home or have a million dollars, each and every client becomes family. Our firm is unique in that we charge a flat fee for almost all of our estate planning services. If you call, text, or email our firm two times or a 100 times, You'll never be charged more. We would love to hear from you and extend a free consultation at either of our offices in Rochester or Bloomfield Hills. Call us today at 248-792-9193 or visit our website, rukowskilawfirm.com, R-U-T-K-O-W-S-K-I lawfirm.com. Right now, you get to decide the legacy you leave. Let the Rakowski Law Firm help you build something that outlives you.
0: What makes my pillow so different from any other pillow out there? It's special because it's a patented pillow. MyPillow's patented bill allows you to adjust your pillow to exactly what you want instead of the other way around. When you get the exact support you need, two things happen. You get to sleep faster and you stay there longer. My Pillow is customized to fit you. They come in several fill levels, which ensures you get the exact pillow you need for the best sleep. Think about it. You don't wear the same size T-shirt as your husband or wife, so why would you sleep on the same size pillow? You wouldn't. Go to MyPillow.com now and get the best deal ever. Use the promo code WDTK to take advantage of the MyPillow 4-pack special. You get 50% off two MyPillow Premium Pillows and two Go Anywhere Pillows. Check it out. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code WDTK. What pops up is the best offer yet. 50% off two MyPillow Premium Pillows plus two Go Anywhere Pillows.
7: For the best night's sleep
8: in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
0: MyPillow.com, promo code WDTK, and start sleeping the way nature
1: intended. Attention, this is a public notice from Citizens Disability. If you're one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right if you suffer from physical and mental disability. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied, Citizens Disability can help. You'll be given an advocate who will evaluate your situation, handle your application, and deal with Social Security. Best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. We only get paid if you win your case. There are a number of conditions that could make you eligible for disability benefits, many of them you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Citizens Disability today to get started with your free, no-obligation consultation. 800-620-1624. 800-620-1624. 800-620-1624. That's 800-620-1624. Listen to what Dave Ryan says about Andro 400.
8: Andro 400,
1: I really love it. It's amazing to me that uh, I feel so good. I've lost 50 pounds. I was a size 38 waist. I've gone down to a 32 waist. My mood has changed. I, I don't get stressed out. It gave me so much more energy. Energy to, to walk, energy to, to play sports. Everything is starting to work again. Just feels like I'm 25. My wife is happy. I'm so happy. I'm just a completely different man. I'm taking this stuff to the grave with me. Men, have you lost energy and gained belly fat? Are you feeling stressed out? Fight back with Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to increase your testosterone. For over a decade, Andro 400 has helped men lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel 20 years younger. Go to andro400.com andro400.com, or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435. Make your phone really smart. Download our app at newstalk1400.us.
3: Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. You're here today with Wendy Jones and, and
2: Mike Krakowski.
3: And we have our special guest, Clayton Winkler, and he's very knowledgeable. And we just talked about very knowledgeable on long-term care insurance and financial and just in general. And we talked a little bit before the break. Mike asked the million-dollar question everybody
2: wants to know. And, and what is this going to cost? I mean, what are you seeing out there average-wise? Can you even answer that? I mean, I know my answer when people ask how much are my legal fees. So, uh, you know, enlighten us.
4: Mike, in in the true lawyer spirit, I'm going to give the answer that you would give all the time. It depends. The the true, honest answer, the best answer to give the listeners is it depends. depends. Well, but let me start by saying this. When when you dive into the details of, of someone's financial picture, and really, let me stop for a second and just explain that. That's really critical that you sit, I would encourage everybody to sit with a financial advisor and... Give give the time that it deserves credit to sit and talk through what is your current situation, income, assets, What's what are the family dynamics, what are your goals, and, uh, and you're going to want to work with a professional that is experienced in, in looking for all those critical details so that – they can clearly articulate the different options that you have. There is no one-size-fits-all program to address these important concerns. And so to, to now to fold that right into to your question, how much does it cost, that's the whole point is because there's no one-size-fits-all. There's no one cost for it. But to give, to give you all hope out there, let me just share this. There are programs that people can can uh, get into that are in the hundreds per month, so not every single long term care solution is going to be five thousand dollars per month per se so uh, there are programs that that still range in the in the hundreds per month and and I have worked with clients that have needed or that have desired coverage, and we 've done programs that have been strictly based on the budget that they can afford and so in this particular case um, there was there was modest financial means, but when we walked through their profile, the in their budget, the question came up. Okay, well, how much can we afford to apply? So even though there was there was a desire for for more coverage, uh, we we ended up working with what. Was a reasonable number that they could realistically afford in their budget, and that's how we came to a solution. So we didn't just leave them, or, you know, pack them up and and have them walk out the door because right. because the budget you know was aggressive um, for what they thought they wanted originally. No, we backed it up and made it fit. So. Okay. There's and there's hopeful-
3: got to be enough policies out there that there's something that will work with everybody's situation.
4: That's true. And also, as I, as I mentioned before, if you're working with the right professional who's licensed with multiple carriers, that is such an important element. To this big picture. And because, that was
3: going to be a question I wanted to know, because what should our listeners ask to find out if they're working with the right person? It seems like there's, that you need someone that has more than just one program that they can do.
4: Yeah, I think the, the question I would educate people to ask is, uh, when they're talking with their, their financial professional, is, are, are you an independent agent? And in English, what that means is, are you someone that has the authority to uh, make the insurance companies compete on your behalf? Um, there are many advisors or many insurance professionals that only sell their proprietary product now and that that can be okay that's not necessarily wrong but if you if you have an opportunity to work with two people that have maybe identical time in the business or whatever but one works in it with a proprietary company and the other one is independent the consumer might be at an adva- a great advantage with the independent agent because they can take your situation, give that information to multiple companies, and let them compete for your business. So the consumer typically wins when you've got com- yeah. companies competing for your business.
2: I had a very similar example, just shopping auto insurance, as we all do. I mean, if you go with someone who just sells one type— you're kind of locked into the only offering they have versus someone who sells a bunch of stuff and they can kind of compete against each other and in the end, I got a lower rate, which is well, great.
4: And, and really, it, that all just starts from, from having the the knowledge in advance to ask that question. Are you an independent agent? Can you shop this out to multiple companies or do you only sell one thing that, uh, uh, that limits my choices? Sure. Important question to ask upfront.
2: Sure, Clayton, one thing I want to circle back to about the whole financial thing, and I give or I at least credit you for trying to give the the listeners an answer as to how much this is going to cost because I know no one's out there saying you know to use a, a round figure of ten thousand dollars a month for this type of care. No one wants to spend eight now to just save two thousand dollars down the road. So that's great that they know that it's reasonable. But my question for you is: Can you get a like? Can you have half of it covered? You know, could let's say assistant care is ten thousand a month. Can you have five of it covered so it's more in your budget
4: yeah the, it, great question um, and that that comes into into play when uh, looking at budget what the first question I typically uh, ask is what does the budget look like of what can be what's affordable for you um, so if it means that you you work backwards and and find out what the budget allows uh, then then that's one way to address the issue um, the other thing that um, that I have a lot of conversations with my clients about when they're looking at okay, uh, is this doable? Should should we move forward? When they look at how much it costs versus the benefit, it's it's not a perfect system. But oftentimes, I had one client point out the fact that what they were going to pay in uh, annually was was roughly the benefit amount of of just one month if they were in need, and that was that was a very interesting observation where they looked at it and thought to themselves, so. So I'm, I'm, I I'm would get back what I've spent for a year's coverage uh, just in one month in the event that, that I were in need of, the, uh, of long-term care coverage. Sure. And so um, not every single policy is priced out exactly that ratio. But um, and then some of the clients have kind of brought up, uh, as they observe the different options that they have, they've uh, noticed. Uh, the question gets asked, well, uh, in terms of cost, what uh, – what would this cost if you if you don't have some type of coverage in place? Right, right, and and, and they you know it's a realistic conversation to, to be had. If somebody is of the net worth in, in the millions, and sometimes I've drawn the line to say if your net worth is anywhere between four hundred thousand dollars to about four million, four or five million. Then, then I would say those are people. Those are those are decent candidates to to build on the conversation of long-term care coverage. If you've got five million dollars or more in assets, um, it, it really winds up being more like of a luxury, right? Because the numbers you were just sharing, it could be a hundred grand a year, and uh, in, in, and that's those are very realistic numbers, and they're, that's not even the most expensive. But uh, to take the self-insured approach at, at that net worth level above four or five million is is just a, a kind of a barometer that I've used with clients if um if if a net, someone's net worth in their retirement at, at at 70 and older uh is is below 400,000 sometimes we have those types of problems is what what's realistic with the budget and um and it just puts a lot of strain but i would say very very clearly between the the net worth of 400,000 to about 4 or 5 million absolutely have the conversation explore your options figure out those prices and and have the hard conversations Do you want to be um, self-insured if those needs come up? Should the money come from your retirement accounts, your savings accounts? Um, Is it your value that you want to pass on something to your children? Do you have children to pass it on? You know, all those are are important things because there's some people that feel very strongly. I've worked an entire lifetime to build my net worth to a level so that I can protect, uh, have enough resources for my spouse, for my children, for my grandchildren. And it becomes very scary when they see the costs of these things to think all my money's going to go out the door uh, to to for medical needs and to uh, and not go down the line to my children and my grandchildren. It's very upsetting for most people,
2: sure you know we keep talking about cost and and we're talking about dollars and cents, but one thing that you have to throw into the equation is the time it takes your family members to care for you. I see this in my practice all the time, and I actually have a real life experience where my aunt took care of my grandma, and she essentially had to quit her job. Um, they didn't plan in advance, and she's there all the time. So there's that loss of income that kind of plays into this whole equation that has nothing to do with the actual dollars and cents cost.
4: Yeah, there was a, a real quick statistic, and I'm just gonna read it to you. Uh, that One of the myths that people people I'll call I'll say count on my family will be able to take care of me in the event that uh, that there's long-term care issues in, in the household and, and here's what it says w- women caring for ill parents are twice as li- excuse me twice as likely as non caregivers to experience depression or anxiety and that's something that a lot of people don't plan for is that when you're caring for a parent when it's when it's family care it really adds a lot of stress um, a lot of a lot of problems, a lot of a lot of just negative things, right? It, well,
3: and the children do; they feel obligated, and mom's like, "Hey, you, you know, I've cared for you all these years," kind of thing. Like, and the kids are like, "Oh my gosh, I have a job, I have kids, I'm, I'm, you know, right smack dab in the middle of all this, and they're now now they're taking care of mom and dad.
4: Taking care of mom and dad, and uh, and the for whatever reason, the demographic typically leans towards the the females of the family statistically speaking ninety percent of the time it's it 's a uh, a female sibling that's that 's caring for the parents
2: so thank, thank goodness I have three daughters,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you two are men i 'm the woman here, <laughs> yeah, and one of the things I want to get into our next segment is a lot of people are having disease states that start younger. You know, someone has cancer maybe and then goes into remission. Is it harder for someone like that to get a long-term care policy if they have a pre-existing
2: condition? Oh, that's a good so question. So we are going to
3: we are going to cover that in the next segment because that's the when you go, "Oh, I wish I would have got this before now."
2: You know. Sure, people are always like, "I can't get this anymore.
3: I should have done it sooner."
2: Shoulda woulda coulda.
3: Yeah, you're listening to the Patriot. We're going to be back in just a few minutes to talk about that exact question.
7: Hi, I'm Trisha Harris with the Rakowski Law Firm. We are a full-service law firm specializing in estate planning, probate, and elder law. Our attorneys and legal team are committed and dedicated to each of our clients, protecting their assets and allowing them to leave a lasting legacy. Whether you just own a home or have a million dollars, each and every client becomes family. Our firm is unique in that we charge a flat fee for almost all of our estate planning services. If you call, text, or email our firm two times or a 100 times, You'll never be charged more. We would love to hear from you and extend a free consultation at either of our offices in Rochester or Bloomfield Hills. Call us today at 248-792-9193 or visit our website, RakowskiLawfirm.com. R-U-T-K-O-W-S-K-I lawfirm.com. Right now, you get to decide the legacy you leave. Let the Rakowski Law Firm help you build something that outlives you.
5: First in Maine Assisted Living and Memory Care. This is where life happens, active, vibrant, and healthy. First in Maine offers a bright and spacious, upscale living environment with wonderful amenities like our bistro, salon, fitness room, and movie theater. Here, technology meets compassion in a modern atmosphere designed to bring people together. Our Auburn Hills, Bloomfield Township, and Commerce Township communities open this fall. Call today for your reservation, 855-543-2636, or visit firstinmaine.us.
6: MotorCityHelpWanted.com salutes the Employee of the Month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, why have you been shredding for hours? The boss said we should cut costs, Mr. Employee of the Month. How does this cut costs? These are the expense reports for the whole year. You shredded them all? Thanks to me, our expenses this year are zero. If you don't mind hiring Dave's, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. MotorCityHelpWanted.com, local jobs that work.
1: The Patriot mobile app is your source for news headlines throughout the day. If you need to know what's going on, open the WDTK mobile app.
3: Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're here talking to Clayton Winkler. And Clayton is extremely knowledgeable about long-term care, insurance, and financial situations because that is the number one question I get when people call into my office man i just don't have enough money i wish i would have planned better and i wish i would have more money right now because of the situation i i'm in and people just are not aware of how much it's going to cost out of pocket as they age to take care of themselves and to take care of their loved ones one of the questions we talked about before break clayton was pre-existing conditions and how hard it is to get long-term care insurance can you talk to our listeners a little bit about that please
4: absolutely uh Pre-existing conditions simply means that there is some type of medical ailment that uh, that is, is documented that you have uh, and, and it, it plays in to how things are going to be priced and what type of coverage you have. Let me start by saying, if in the event that there is some type of pre-existing condition, it is not the end of the world. It does not automatically mean that you have no options, just give up. No, absolutely not. All it means is you just need to to look very carefully. And uh, going back to my earlier point, you need to be uh, very competitive in shopping out because some carriers are willing to take on specific risks better than others. Uh, pr- pricing is going to vary, uh, but not every company says no to, to specific existing conditions. So uh, super important to be able to, to give that data out, but, but absolutely you should still uh, – I'm going to say it the reverse way. Do not think the game is over and that you just give up because uh, pre-existing conditions, you just need to disclose them, and they're going to look at medical information before they just issue policies and uh, and then price it up. I had, I had one scenario with clients that uh, we went through the process of, of planning. We quoted several companies out. And during the medical process, um, they the company did not like um, the company we played with did not like what they saw in the medical records, um, and so what we were able to do is we were able to modify the policy, and it wound up being cheaper than we originally planned. Because they did create this one exception, you know, a provision of the policy said, yeah, we're going to offer long-term coverage. But if it happen, if the medical condition happens to be this, you know, the, the, the specific concern, then they said, uh, we're not going to cover 100% of the benefit. They reduced the benefit okay. for that particular ailment. So it was a great lesson to be learned that just because we knew that was there, we didn't give up. We did not not try. I say that to clients all the time. It, go through the application process. Try to get it figured out and shop because um, worst case scenario, everybody says no. Well, then what does it cost you? Well, a little bit of time, and that's it. Uh, to apply for coverage, you're not writing checks to apply. It's it's a it's a at that point, it's still a two way street of, of trying to figure it out. Um, and uh, so that was a unique case where the the overall expense wound up being less with that one known condition, and the clients knew about it, so it wasn't like they didn't catch anybody off guard they were they were very excited to still have coverage in place they knew that they were protected and then that one medical exception was kind of off to the side and, and they just knew how it was gonna work in that case so great example to never give up even though there might be some medical concerns best case scenario is uh, when people are healthy uh, that's the best time to apply when you're young and younger and healthier absolutely apply Can you share your number with us? Absolutely. Uh, My office is in Auburn Hills. Uh, The number that I can be reached is 248-377-1720.
2: And, Wendy, I think this is a good time for us to share our contact information if anyone has any follow-up questions for us. uh, I'm Mike Rakowski with the Rakowski Law Firm, estate planning, probate, and elder law attorney. Phone number is 248-792-9193.
3: And Next Steps for Seniors, and we cover Southeast Michigan. And our goal really is to work with these two gentlemen here and help people find the right place. So if you can't live in your home anymore and you're getting frustrated, that's when you call our office at 248-651-5010. And just to move into one more question for you, you talked earlier, Clayton, about ADLs, activities of daily living. One of the questions I get into my office a lot is, how do I know when to activate this policy?
4: Yeah, great question. Uh, policies are going to are going to take effect and, and pay benefit when an individual cannot perform two out of the six known ADLs, activities of daily living. Uh, the the six basic ADLs are bathing, continence, dressing, eating, toileting, and transferring. And so, if there are medical uh, developments, and someone's primary care physician has deemed that the person cannot conduct two out of those six ADLs. That's the trigger point of which uh, a long-term care policy can can take effect and start paying benefits. So two or more uh, out of those total six activities of daily living is the benchmark. And uh, when when you list those out, those are those are everyday activities that people do all by themselves, on their own, uh, and that, that all of us are doing on a daily basis. And
3: I need to add to that because I think this is important. I had a client that had long-term care policy, and they kept. She, I kept saying, you need to activate it, you need to activate it. So she would call the long-term care policy, and they would ask her that question. Can you do, an, you know, all of, out of these six things? And she kept saying she could do them all. But I got to tell you, this is important because that person's got to be able to say that they cannot do it. And here's what happened. It takes her. She cannot. She has COPD. She could not take a shower and wash her hair at the same time. She had to actually take two or three different showers. It took her eight hours to take a shower and wash her hair. Now, to me... That is not bathing. That is, that means you need help bathing. Sure. Wendy, okay?
4: You bring up an excellent point. And she
3: would not. She would not say to them that she needed help doing that.
4: Right. And oftentimes, because people think when they're asked, "Can you do it?" Most of the time, and we're resi- resilient human beings. We we we're independent in most cases. And so, if you were just to ask the question, um, "Are you able to bathe?" Well maybe someone's answer right away would be well sure I can bathe well but what might used to take only five minutes does it now take 35 minutes right so when they ask the question if you're in the mindset of well yes I can bathe uh, and, and then just end a story well that's a different question we're talking about the needs and and are you able to do it would it still only take that that typical five or ten minute uh, time frame If you had assistance and that's the whole point of long-term care coverage is to is to provide that needed assistance so that your life is looking in your in your behaving like it like it has been for the decades of life that you've that you've had. So
2: add to that that we are proud individuals of our independence and it takes a lot for anyone at any age to admit that they can't do something. So, you know, I think. Both the last points that you guys were talking about, the, um, you know, working with your insurance company, and this really leads to the fact that you should be working with a local professional, because I know I've had clients who say they've applied for some kind of insurance online. Well, good luck getting help down the road when you need it. Uh are having someone local here. They can guide you through, you know, they can get your medical records because it's local. It's very simple stuff, but it really helps to have Professionals on your side
4: absolutely I'm telling my clients all the time I'm helping my clients uh, develop and enhance their team of people that are going to be critical in their future. Uh, I, I've had the privilege of working with with Mike Rakowski and his law group and when people have estate planning needs uh, I've, I've been able to to pass on his contact information put them to help develop that team. That uh, that the relationships already there and established. So when it comes time, uh, you're not you're not looking or, or searching um, and, and wasting time. Um, the other thing that I find fascinating about our industry is that uh, if someone were to go online and search for products, so they buy something on a on a website or 800, that's fine. But one of the funny parts is uh, there's uh, any licensed insurance professional, uh, there is no markup. So prices are prices when people are shopping. Uh, advisors are not allowed to mark up their products. So the cost is the same whether you purchase it through an insurance professional or you get it online. So I encourage people all the time uh, to still develop and build those relationships as opposed to just trying to do it yourself. If there's no cost savings. Why, you know, then why wouldn't you try to work with someone that you can build that relationship with and have your team ready to help you when help is needed?
3: Exactly. Can you share with our listeners one more time the four common myths that people think in their long-term care expenses?
4: Absolutely. And number one myth is that it won't happen to me and uh, that that I'm not going to be the one that that is going to need help when I'm older. Uh, Number two is uh, that Medicare and Medicaid, uh, they have me covered, that I'm going to have benefits paid to me through those programs. and, And that's just not true. Uh, number three is uh, that—that's what I'm saving for, and um, and and that there is some truth to that. But the reality is that the cost typically outweighs um, uh, the the means in which how much you've been saving for retirement uh, you're actually able to provide, or. Your financial goals in the future don't, aren't aligned, uh, like meaning I wanted to pass on money to grandkids or whatnot, uh, but now that's not going to happen because uh, you've had to pay it. And then the fourth is that my family will be able to take care of me. That may be, there may be some truth in that, that you have got a family to care for you, but uh, typically they haven't taken into consideration what does that do to the family, the emotional, the emotional aspects of what it causes
3: Thanks for listening to Next Steps for Seniors, where we take you through the process of the next steps with an aging parent or loved one. We appreciate you being here today with us, Clayton. Wendy, thanks so much. You're a wealth of knowledge and information. Share your number one last time for our listeners, please.
4: 248-377-1720. Thank you, Wendy.
2: You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one.
8: This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The superb new movie Dunkirk conveys important messages about a fateful episode of World War II. In May 1940, the rapid Nazi advance through France trapped a huge British army on the coast, offering easy targets for Luftwaffe bombers. The Royal Navy couldn't rescue the troops from the beaches, so the government rallied civilian craft. Some 650 of these little ships helped take more than 300,000 troops to safety at home. This miraculous evacuation exemplified the Dunkirk spirit, where private initiative saves the nation in a crisis. Watching this thrilling movie, American citizens should find our own Dunkirk spirit to help our country overcome present dangers. We should also recall the example of the new prime minister in 1940, who inspired his countrymen after Dunkirk by pledging, we shall never surrender. Churchill's words remind us that our politics can rise once again to grandeur and nobility.
1: The Patriot.